Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all shirts all sparkly, spanky clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. music, why? The glory hole is like a, a like dick theater of a magic trick. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of By the By. Hello, hello. Hi. It's good to be back. And one of your hosts, Bradford. And I'm the other one, Angela. Yes. I'm the funny one. That's no, 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 that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. No, no. Um, <laughs> I'm the pretty one. He's the funny one. We all know that. Well, I mean, maybe. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Someday I'll be the pretty one. <laughs> Keep working on it, babe. Keep working on it. Uh, indeed. Actually, <laughs> ultimately, I think the dog is both the funny one and the pretty one. Yeah, and probably. We're just here to uh, keep the lights on. Mm-hmm. Make sure that he's got a place to be funny and pretty. You betcha. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, what do we have going on? We've got uh, our, I'm just going to. Our calendar's on. filling up again. Oh my God. It's so amazing. It's kind of crazy. And I, it's nice. I love it. Uh, I do want to do a quick shout out to all of our wonderful people over on our Discord channel. Uh, they, many of them, were able to go to the Life on the Swing Set takeover of Desire, and they all got together and took a picture and posted it to the Discord channel, and it was so just amazingly delightful to see such beautiful, lovely, wonderful faces. Um, all enjoying the warm sunshine down in Mexico. Yeah, it was so sweet for them to take a picture of, of the group together. And we also got a few other pictures from Desire as well. We and lots of pictures from Desire, and they were all sexy. I oh, my God. It was just, it, it was very much, I love it. It warmed my heart. A little bit of FOMO, but ultimately I was just so happy for everybody that was able to make it there. Yeah, I, it was a lot of FOMO and a little bit of envy. But uh, but it also you know made me think back to the times that we had there. And it was like, oh, that was like so much fun. I really enjoyed it. And I think about like how much I grew and how much we grew from that experience. And, you know, what we kind of learned about ourselves and about people, the lifestyle, like all of it, yeah. just from being able to go to that. And it's it's. Such an amazing, and I would say life-changing experience. Well, definitely. And I always think about the second time we went when the gentleman went with us oh, and how that cemented yeah. our relationship together, the three of us. And it was, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And I'm so glad that he was able to have that experience before we had to take a few years off because of pandemic. <laughs> Stupid pandemic. But I'm just... It, Stupid Flanders. It's one thing because we came home and we tried to tell him what the experience was like. And, and you can describe it all day long, but until you experience it, it's... Just not the same. It's right. So. You just can't understand it until you try it. Yeah. Like anal. <laughs> wow. Well, that's a great analogy, Bradford. Thanks. 
I mean, like, like Brie, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was, that was great. And again, thank you to all of our lovely humans over on our discord chat. Yeah. If you want to become one of those people on our discord chat, just go to patreon.com slash by the bad podcast and support us at any level. Uh, yeah. So, um, we've got a, uh, pendulum party coming up in a few weeks. Yes. December 10th. The corner. Coming up, December 10th, less than a month away. So, so excited. excited. Uh, the weekend before that, you and I are going away to the Hunter Valley with uh, some sexy friends. Uh-huh, that's true. And for anybody who doesn't know what the Hunter Valley is, it is Australian wine country. Mm-hmm. We are taking Pippin as well. So we've found lots of, I mean, most of them are, but many dog-friendly wineries up there that we can go and enjoy yeah. some wine and he can enjoy a little bit, just a taste. And then, just yeah. Just a dip. We'll probably bring like a animal. crap ton home with us. We don't have animal with the dog. Anyway. Wait, I was talking and I completely missed where that came from. Don't worry. It's on a different track. <laughs> I'll have to listen back to it. Uh, so, yeah. And then uh, we have a Christmas party thing, Christmas with exclusively RHP that's coming up. I don't know when that is, but if you want to figure out and go yourself, uh, just check out exclusively RHP. Uh, they've got a website now. Yep. We'll have a link on our website as well Yeah, on the things we love page. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so that'll be fun. And then what else do we have? We've got another pendulum party. I mean, we also have Christmas, yeah. New Year's. Yeah. We're going to Fiji. I know we said it last week, but now we've actually bought everything and I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to be in Fiji for a little while. Yeah. Also, I'm going to learn where Fiji is. Anyway. I think, uh, you, I think you've already learned that one. Step one. Step one. <laughs> I'm still not 100% sure I can find it on a map within five seconds. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, and then we've got another pendulum party in January. Yep, January 14th, and then we'll start back on the bi-monthly after that. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I've already picked out my outfit for this next one. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, I have not picked out my outfit for this next one. I don't know what I'm going to wear. <laughs> well, you've got just a couple weeks to figure it out. So That is future bradford's problem uh-huh God, I, that guy hates me mm-hmm. uh yeah so with all of this up and coming and coming up and mm-hmm. and whatnots also by the way there's more stuff we just don't have time to get to it right now it's just happening the first quarter of next year packed to the gills it's gonna be bam 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 yeah like your mama <laughs> Wait, like what anyway uh so one of the things that keeps coming up at every swinger event that we go to is themes, 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 themes. Very true. Very true. So we are often asked by people, uh, some, some younger folk who are new to the lifestyle. I say younger, I mean like experience wise in the lifestyle, Mm -hmm. not like actual cut them in half and count the rings, but (laughs) I don't know if we do that anyway. Uh, but so people who are newer to the lifestyle, like, what do we wear? How do we, what do we do? What should we expect? And we wanted to talk about uh, some themes that we like, some themes that we don't, and then how we approach both of them. Yeah. And this applies to both just nights at swingers clubs, because they will often be a theme if you're going to a swingers club. Uh, but it also applies to takeovers and events. Things like the Swing Set Takes Desire, uh, things like the exclusively RHP events, and there will often be at least some theme nights, if not every night having a theme. Yeah. And and it can be a difficult decision to decide what are you going to wear for that. And now also, it's not always nights. 
So sometimes it's a daytime theme, like if it's the party or whatever it's going on that day. It can be daytime parties, yeah. Yeah, and so I think it can be really challenging to figure out what do you wear for these things. Do we want to go through some example themes first? Yes. So I have on my iPad in front of me the top 10, meaning I think the most common themes for swingers parties. Okay. I've got a list too. Let's see how they cross over. Excellent. Before we jump into this, I'm going to say you do not have to dress in theme. If you are one of those people that absolutely hates getting dressed up and hates hates costumes and hates that, like still go. You don't have to be in theme. And I promise you that you will not be the only one who is not in costume or not in theme or whatever. But if you make just a little bit of effort and we'll try to tell you as we go through some of these lists, ways that you can blow it out <laughs> or suck it in. Yeah. Also funny. Yeah. See, see yeah. what I did there? I made a little effort, medium effort, big effort. Yeah. Like, yeah, because there, there can definitely be a range. And like Bradford said, you don't always have to, especially if you're at a, a multi-day or week-long event and there's different themes every day, you don't have to participate in each and every single day yeah. because it can get to be a lot as well. It can be exhausting. It can be a lot of packing. And when you, especially if say you're going to Desire, going for, you know, you're going to a clothing optional resort and yet you're bringing two suitcases full of costumes. Yeah. We have done that. Yeah. True. True story. story. (laughs) And we'll probably do it again. Most likely. Because we are the type that we really like to dress up. We're trying to think again on how to minimize the size of the costumes when packing, but sometimes it just doesn't work. Just doesn't. Depends on the the theme and the outfit. So much like magic, um, the actually magicians like David Copperfield and those people, much like magic. Not magic, the gathering that I just learned how to play. Correct. Uh, You want things that ideally pack small, play big. That's what you want. Very true. So here's my list, and I'm going to say no particular order. Okay. Number 10 here, trailer park trash party. Mm. Or bogan. Yeah, exactly. Or Bogan or uh, Hillbilly or something. Now, mm-hmm. this happens to be one of the ones that I feel like is very common mm-hmm. and is probably one of my least favorite. I tend to agree. So yeah. typically you'll see ladies in halter tops and Daisy Dukes mm-hmm. and you'll see guys in uh, maybe some sort of jean denim or something mm-hmm. with suspenders, straw hats. If they're going all out, they might have a mullet wig. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I guess because I grew up in Eastern Kentucky and these people were literally everywhere I looked, I struggle finding this sexy. I tend to agree. And I think that maybe people who grew up in more city environments or maybe areas where there just weren't really rednecks and bogans, maybe they think, because, you know, for women, I guess you have the crop top and Daisy Dukes and things like that. So that can be, some can see that as sexy. Again, I grew up with a lot of that and I, I just don't like it's, it's fine, but it's not going to like really get my engine going. I will say, and as this is again, probably because of growing up in the South and seeing this all the time. Mm -hmm. One thing that really does it for me is really short cut off jeans Mm -hmm. that you can see the pockets are coming or the pockets actually come down farther than the jeans shorts. And you've got a pair of those and Mm -hmm. it's just like, Oof, I do like that. But I also think that's a really hard one for guys to look sexy in. 
You can wear the same thing, guys. <laughs> I mean, Dukes. you can, but many guys do not. However, if you do, kudos because you've got me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. It's tough because you end up seeing overalls or flannel mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And if you're in a warm environment, that's that's painful. It's yeah. not not comfortable. So the other thing as we're going through to think about is that some of these themes that we've that we're talking about will occur like at a nighttime event. So yeah. like you'll have it'll be after dinner or maybe during and after kind of thing. But also we see sometimes that these themes are happening at say a daytime party or a pool party. And so then you have to think about how am I going to make this theme fit the location. Yeah. So is it going to be an evening kind of dance unch unch thing? Is it going to be <laughs> Yeah, is it going to be like a pool party thing and then how do you modify it for that and so it is very much of a what's going to be the environment that this theme is going to be set in and like you said is it going to be warm out is it going to be cool daytime nighttime there's a lot to think about when trying to figure out how involved you want to be with a particular theme yeah and for guys if it's a trailer park whatever theme um, I would encourage you to stay away from the mullet wig it's way overdone you see it way too much and from experience wearing wigs wigs are fucking hot Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. you're gonna want to rip that thing off immediately and trust me nobody's hair looks good after ripping a wig off uh that is for again first-hand experience yeah if you want to look sexy and want to look like you came off the farm that is very easy to do wear a pair of tight jeans wear a a dirty white t-shirt or even if you don't want to wear a shirt throw some makeup on you that looks like you've got mud kind of mm-hmm. caked on you also if you're going to do that though if you're going to wear a t-shirt make sure it's tight and form-fitting and you can like really like that's yeah. that's good or rip the sleeves off of an old t-shirt that mm-hmm. you've got so you've got like a muscle t-shirt mm-hmm. those are fun yeah i like that that's all right um ladies stay away from tube tops nobody looks good in tube tops why did tube tops ever exist no nobody looks good in those no 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 matter what your body <laughs> size is it's their tube tops are weird yeah. Yeah. All right. So the next one on the list is Neon Nights. I've got that one too. This one is probably one of my favorites. So this is everything lit with black lights. Oftentimes, if you go somewhere, you'll have, uh, they'll provide you with some sort of neon body paint. For instance, Our Secret Spot, they always have little palettes of paint uh, that you can you can paint on people. My secret for these parties is go to, if you're in Australia, J-Car or whatever your like Radio Shack is. I don't know that Radio Shack still exists anymore in the U.S. I think but, it does. Um, but go to one of these little electronic stores and get a battery-powered blacklight. Then go to your local consignment shop and just blacklight everything. See what glows. Yeah, and this one's fun too because especially if there's going to be blacklights, you can do a lot of things with the paints and with clothing that glows. Hint, natural fibers are going to glow more than uh, non-natural, so like polyesters and things aren't going to glow. But your cottons and things typically will. Typically. Yeah. But you can do a lot more with it just clothing-wise because you can wear bright colored clothing and be as covered or not covered as you want to be. We've seen neon colored like mesh outfits or just a tiny top with some bottoms, male or female, uh, we've 
seen a lot of different things clothing wise that can be as out there or as not we've even seen like if you really want to go over the top we've seen like skirts and dresses made with like those little you know the loops of lights that you break and then they light up little like bracelets yeah so we've seen those like all connected together and all lit up in lights and stuff we've seen a lot of really really cleverly done and some of them clearly took a lot of time to put together outfits. I think one of them looked a bit Jetson-y, like it just, it could be all kinds of things. So this is one that I really do like because you can put a lot of effort into it or you can put a little bit of effort into it, but even the tiniest bit of effort makes it look like you've done something. Yeah. And admittedly, Neon Night's a very common one at our secret spot. And there are times that we've gone all out and really done a lot. And then there's times where we're just kind of like, all right, we're going to kind of do the bare minimum tonight. Yeah. Um, and basically, I own a white pair of jeans mm-hmm. just for Neon Nights. Yeah. You throw on a white pair of jeans and a black t-shirt and it's it looks amazing. Yeah. And some of the lingerie companies as well now have some brightly colored lingerie that will glow as well. So it, it looks really good under black light. So that's yeah. something something really good to do. Um, another great thing is if you have tattoos and you don't know that they're going to have their own paint, bring your own little paint. You can get uh, neon paints now that are kind of in, they look like crayons, and then let people fill in your tattoos. So that's a great way to break the ice, give people something to do, they're, you're, they're it builds intimacy because you'll be being touched. And uh, there's something really nice about that. It's really fun. And if you're an artist, take them and offer to draw on people. We've seen that as well. And yep. it's a man, you do one or two and you'll be the, you know, the, the peach of the party. Yep. And we've even seen at uh, Desire where somebody just basically was like, here, paint me. And, and that was their outfit. Yeah. So she was blindfolded. Yeah. And for an hour and a half, people just come up and painted her. Yeah. So that was fun. And and so there's really a, so much you can do with this one and, and a lot of different clothing ideas. Like Bradford said, you know, if, as long as you think it's going to glow or test it under a, a little black light kind of thing. And it can be anywhere from your normal kind of street clothes, like, you know, a pants and a shirt that really does cover up or a dress that covers up a lot. Or you can be more scantily clad yeah, and go for lingerie and, and little tiny clothings. <laughs> next to nuttons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up on my list, Playboy Mansion parties. Look, I'm okay. Yeah, because I had the the bunnies and yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And and those are fine. Like the problem again with these. The problem I have with these parties is, in this case, it's pretty narrow. The, the scope. So you end up with a lot of people that look the same. If you have a Playboy Mansion party or a bunny party or something like that, the number of men that are going to come in in smoking jackets is a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. And while it can feel creative, it's really, it's limiting. And the bunny ears, the function, they, they're cute. They take, they photograph well, but functionally they're not really useful. If you've ever worn bunny ears of any type, you know that the, every time you shake your head, yes, mm-hmm. uh, they fall off. Or if, uh, if you bend over because you dropped something, they fall off and they end up just becoming kind of a hassle and falling in yours and other people's drinks. I think this theme, its biggest pitfall is multiples in that if you're at a costume party and there's a, a couple that's dressed up in this theme. And so he's in a smoking jacket, maybe tuxedo, whatever. And then she's in a bunny costume. It's cute. When you have (laughs) 20, 30, 40 people dressed up like this, like you said, it's all 
pretty exactly the same. Like there'll be variations. There might be different colors, slightly different styles, but it's still going to be pretty well the same thing. Right. Most and, of the guys are in silk pajamas and a smoking jacket. Yeah. And so it becomes, it just becomes a lot of the same. And, and there's not enough variety to be really interesting. And in order to make that work, you have to really go far out there, do something a little different, be a little cheeky, don't take it quite so literally, which now also the other thing, as we're describing a lot of these costume ideas, we are being very literal. Oh, yeah. Whereas we ourselves in doing things tend to try to push the envelope and sometimes we're literal, sometimes we're not. Sometimes we gender queer things. Well, and that was what I was going to say is if the. And if I'm jumping the gun, tell me, well, wait, hold off. Well, <laughs> if it's something that, like, for instance, the a Playboy Bunny thing, let the, the lady wear the smoking jacket and fellas put a little cotton ball on your ass and wear a pair of ears. Like, See, that also then falls into one of the themes that our secret spot has done has been sexy in his shirt. So the yes. women are supposed to wear the men's shirts, but it kind of falls into that in that, you know, a woman can look very sexy wearing men's clothing. Sure. Um, also, as a side note, just to talk about the sexy in his shirt, while it sounds great, and let me tell you, if somebody is spending the night with you and she gets up and puts your shirt on, there is nothing sexier. When you have 30 women and they're all wearing men's shirts and they're all the exact same white men's shirt. See, multiple, same as the bunny. It, you, you, you all start looking the same and- yeah. I'm like, I'm suddenly really bored. <laughs> um, but yeah, one person, sexy. 30 people, just, it's like zombies. Yeah, I do think that this is one of those things that you just really, really have to work very hard to stand out and to do anything with it that's going to be different enough to be worthwhile, I feel yeah. like. But in this case, if you wanted to kind of tone it down, just find something with a Playboy bunny, um, the, the just the, that classic Playboy bunny mm -hmm. shape. If that means you make a stencil and you spray paint a T-shirt, that you know that can look cool. Um, we've seen that look cool. If you gentlemen, if you spray paint a T-shirt and then put a blazer on over it, that that can look pretty awesome. Uh, I don't mean do it sloppy. I mean kind of you know make it look good. Yeah. Put a little work into it. Put a little work into it. Just a little. So this one also ties with the next one, which is one I like more. And I often think you'll see a lot of the same kind of uh, get-ups, and that's leather and lace. Okay. Yep. So leather and lace is, again, it's a much broader term. So you'll, you have an opportunity to be a lot more creative or toned down. Again, we've seen people in leather and lace parties that – are in full leather or full lace. And we've seen people walk in with a leather jacket or a leather vest or something like that. And that looks cool as well. And it's not a lot of effort. And it's probably something you already have laying around the house. Yeah. And this one's interesting because of the dichotomy of textures there. So, you know, you've got the leather that's like that kind of heavy, like gur kind of look. And then you've got cold. the, yeah, cold. And then the lace that's a bit more dainty, can be more dainty. And, and there's obviously a lot of different patterns and things that can happen with it. So there's a wide variety with this one. And we've seen some people that have very well married leather and lace into yeah. an outfit. That's harder to do. Yeah, but it's awesome when you do it. It is. It is. Yeah. But that is one that, again, is, is easy to go as far far as you want to or not much at all because even for the lace just a bit of lingerie can can do for that as well absolutely but that one i do feel like is 
geared more towards gender lines. Yes. So again, gender queering that one can be very fun, but I don't think it's typically intended that way. Right. The, they always assume that the male bodied person will wear yeah. leather and the female will wear lace. Yes. And side note, if you're a male bodied person looking for lace underwears and things, Johnny's closet has a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Lots of good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, one of my favorite uh, lace underwears comes from them. Yeah. Uh, and they have some beautiful little tanks and you know, mm-hmm. some great stuff. Mm-hmm. Wear that and they'll leather jacket over it. Leather. Trench there you coat. go. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Oof. <laughs> All right. Then next up is another one that I think is, it sounds confining, but I don't think it is. And that's little black dress. So my only problem with this is it doesn't. So I think, you know, that of course they mean cocktail dress, right? So everybody comes in wearing something that would be appropriate for a cocktail party, but it's much wider for the fellas. And, you know, we've seen where the ladies come in in these beautiful little black dresses and these guys come in, in like jeans, a ball cap and a torn t-shirt. Uh, no, no. Mm-hmm. I th- I, that's my only problem with the little black dress. Yeah. There's no real guidance in the title itself guidance. as to, uh, ha, ha, as Sorry. to what the men should wear. And while logic would say that, you know, if she's dressed up in a cocktail dress, you should also be dressed up very nicely. That doesn't, always translate for some people. So I do find that this one is, I feel like people need a little more direction sometimes. Yeah. And look, it doesn't take a lot of work. I, I feel very confident and I think I feel very, I look very good wearing nice jeans. Mm -hmm. If you're in a little black dress, wearing nice jeans, a solid colored t-shirt and a blazer. Mm -hmm. Like I would feel comfortable going out to a nicer place in this. I mean, it doesn't have to be a collared shirt. No, I say it could be a button up and no tie. Like you don't necessarily have to do like the whole tie thing. And no, everything. you don't have to. Yeah. But if you are going to do a tie, do something a little different. Mm-hmm. Uh, do a bow tie. That's my, that's my shtick. I or, like my bow ties. Or a tie that has some kind of design or pattern to it that's really interesting. Again, you want, you want things that are going to be talking points for people. You want people to come up and talk to you and compliment you on what you're wearing. And the easiest way to do that is to have something that stands out. And it can either stand out because it's very elegant and very classy in that realm, or because it is something different, like a tie with a particular design or you know, something on it. That I have a blazer that I absolutely love that is all color. The, it's white, gray, and black, mm-hmm. but it's a white base with these black vines and little gray roses all over it. And the number of times I've worn that with either a pink shirt or with a black, just a simple black t-shirt and people come up and like, wow, that looks great. That looks great. Which as a side note, under black light, it fucking glows. So, but it's something that I got relatively inexpensively at a little shop and it's, I don't wear it a lot, but when I wear it, people tend to notice it. And that's ultimately what you want. And I think it's important, and I guess we didn't iterate, reiterate this or iterate this in the beginning, is that you're wearing this stuff so that it, it takes a little bit of the pressure off of you. People, are, yeah. you want people to come up and talk to you. You might be an introvert. You might be an Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Extrovert, it doesn't matter. You are, this is going to help you. Yeah, and for those wearing the little black dresses as well, that is, I would say, a bit of a guideline, but we've seen a variety of of black dresses, cocktail dresses for that particular theme night. Some are a little more casual. Some are a bit, you know, obviously depending on weather and location, a bit more summery. It doesn't have to be like sequins and beads and things like that. We've seen even a little black dress that was basically all mesh and like very see-through, and that was really hot on that particular person. We've also seen latex. Yep seen latex so there's a lot of different things you can do with that to still be in theme but break out a little bit or do something a little different with it push limits you'll be happy you did and personalize it so think about you know what is it that makes makes me me and and what image do i want to show people and incorporate that into whatever the theme is that you're wearing yeah 100 percent next next up is one of my favorites although i hate I love the concept. I love the idea, but I hate dressing for it. And that is A, B, C, anything but clothes. Or NSFW. Yes. Those can often be interchangeable. Exactly. And from a concept point of view, it's like one of those challenges from one of the shows in the early 2000s where they're like um, with Tim Gunn. What was that? Um, the sewing show. Anyway, it was some showing mm. sewing show where you and people are screaming at, at their podcast right now at their little devices. I'm sorry, I don't remember. But Tim Gunn was the mentor and they would be like, okay, designers, you have an hour to make a dress, but you can't use any fabric. Um, we've done things like this where we've made costumes out of condoms, uh, not used condoms and not unrolled. We They were still in the packet you know how they all kind of stick together. We just mm-hmm. taped them all together and we made our own fabric out of condoms. That worked beautifully and that was great. We've we've made costumes out of, I think, bubble wrap maybe mm-hmm. at one point. Mm-hmm. Like You can wear this stuff. And you can do a lot of plastic stuff, a lot of recycled stuff. I mean, you can look around Make and- Make yourself a red solo cup dress. Yeah. Or like we did the flip-flop dress, yes. the thong dress. Yeah. Uh, Angela, we were mm-hmm. walking through Sydney one day and saw a poster for Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, the yeah. musical. And one of the characters was wearing a dress made out of flip-flops or thongs. Yeah. Yeah. And and this was, again, thinking about where the theme is going to be. This was for a pool party. And so you know, it wasn't a nighttime thing. It wasn't like an elegant dress-up thing, but it was for a pool party. And I was like, you know, that would be perfect to have the thong dress because you wear your thongs, your flip-flops, you know, next to the pool and stuff. And and again, this goes back to how much effort you're going to put into it because it was a bit a fair bit of effort. Of but also how much money all of this goes into it because if I were to buy the thongs, even just buying in bulk on eBay or AliExpress or whatever, it still was going to be a 
decent amount of money. So instead I went down to the local $2 shop and I got just like these big pieces, like poster board pieces of foam. Like foam core. Yeah, foam core and just cut out different colors and things. And then I took pipe cleaners for the little straps and just basically put it all together and built it from that. And just, it took a bit of time, sure, but it was time like while we're sitting watching TV. So what else am I doing? And ultimately that, that costume. And then you also made me, I had uh, Mm -hmm. uh, budgie smugglers. And so basically we made little budgie birds and had them like all sticking out of what I was wearing. So Mm -hmm. I was a budgie smuggler and those two costumes, we won that. We didn't realize there was going to be a prize. Uh, We just like to dress up, but we ended up winning and we got a nice prize for that. And it was like, oh, this is good. And again, it gets people coming up and talking to you. So you don't have to make the effort to talk to them quite as much. Like it makes it a little bit easier. They're perfect icebreakers, but anything but clothes, it's a lot of fun, but my God, it can be daunting to come up with something. Uh, My advice on that is like things like bubble wrap are great. Pretty easy to, to turn yourself to make something really different for yourself. But I think that what you need to do is you need to look at things, challenge yourself, look at something that you might not normally think of as clothing and think, how can I do it? Um, And I know that sounds probably like people are going, well, duh. But if you're actively looking for things and then Again, challenge yourself on your way to work. Start looking at things like, how would you make something to wear out of that? And sooner or later, you'll see something and it'll just hit you. And you're like, oh my gosh, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And this one's a really difficult one for people like me who are not as creatively inclined. And so... I do exactly that. I literally just look all around the house, look in the closet and like, I'm sitting here looking at a whole bunch of floggers and like, how could I do something with (laughs) floggers? You know, and then I'm looking out at kitchen things. It's just, again, it's just every little thing thinking, can I do something with that? And if so, how, if not, that's fine, bypass it and continue on. But you know, going through the closets, all the little things that you've got in there. And, and like, we've seen outfits out of belts and ribbons and lace and, you know, like, like just all kind of pieced together, tied together kinds of things. And I mean, there's just, there's so much you can do with it, but for people that are not creative like me, it's really, really hard to come up with these things. So and I would say for people who are not creative, remember anything but clothes doesn't mean it can't be fabric. So things like towels, sheets, those are technically not sure. clothes. Sure, sure. So you can turn something that's really close to clothing into clothing. Mm-hmm. Also, if you have a hard time coming up with thoughts and ideas and, and figuring out what you want to wear, and especially if you're whether you're wanting to stick very literally to the theme or kind of take the piss out of it a bit more or gender queer it or whatever you want to do. If you're not, if it's hard for you to come up with ideas, then make sure to give yourself as much time to think about it as you can. So if we know we're doing something like one of these events is what March of next year, and we've already started trying to think about ideas. As soon as we know the theme for something, or we decide that we're going to go to the club on this particular night and this is the theme for it, then we try to start thinking about what are we going to wear or what could we do, particularly if it's something new that we haven't done before that we know we're going to have to really make up a costume or come up with something for it. Uh, I say costume, costume outfit, whatever it is. But if you can allow yourself some time to think about it, if you're one of those people that just has ideas like left, right, and center, then no problem, easy for you. But for us, it's, or for me, it's not you, because you're one of those people that has ideas all the time. (laughs) But for me, it's a little more difficult. And so I find myself having to make sure I have plenty of time because somewhere, like you said, as you're driving down the road or walking down the road, 
it'll come to you and you'll be like, oh, this is something I can do. And it's usually out of left field. For me, it is. And But at the same time, if I feel pressure, then I can't think of anything. Also, Pinterest is your friend. Mm, Pinterest is a yeah. great website to get ideas from. And the all the great artists in the world steal. So just feel comfortable in, in stealing somebody <laughs> else's idea and making it your own. Or if you see something that somebody else has already done in that idea and in that theme and they're selling it, buy it. Yeah, I mean, you betcha. nobody says you have to like make all this or That's do right. all this yourself. Like you can absolutely buy a costume. Buy it your damn self. It's yeah. all right. Yeah. We give you permission. <laughs> all right. Before we get on to the next one, let's uh, take a quick break. If you're in Australia, it's starting to get warm out there. That's right. Summer is just around the corner. And you know what that means? Christmas. I know it's still fucking weird for me too. Anyway, Christmas and, uh, you know, surfing Santas and all that wonderful shit just around the corner. So you know what you need? You need a Christmas present for you and your partner slash partners slow or slash potential partners. But most importantly for yourself, go to adamandeve.com. And when you check out, Use checkout code by the by. That's B Y T H E B I, and you will get that little nifty gifty at fifty percent off. That's right, a nifty gifty at fifty. Then, when you check out, you'll also get some extra things thrown into your box, little toys, maybe stocking stuffers, maybe something to throw at people. It's great. It's Christmas. Let's just do some fucking love, people. Also, free shipping. Free shipping is an amazing thing. Everybody likes free shipping. You don't want to pay for shipping. Use checkout code by the by. Also, some videos on demand. While you're waiting for those luscious, sexy toys to come your way, watch some sexy, sexy videos. That's right. AdamandEve.com. They've got everything you need for the holiday season. So come and be my ho, ho, ho. And when you do, use checkout code by the by. That's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. Yes. I'll be your ho, ho, ho. Oh, my God. And anybody who skipped the little ad break won't know what that is. That's right. Yeah. Uh, that's great. <laughs> um, next up. I'm going to skip one because it's stupid. Arguably, but, you've already gone over a stupid one or two, but okay, sure. All right, fine. This is Midsummer Night's Dream. Um, uh, and I was all excited because I was like, oh, I can dress as Puck. That'd mm-hmm. be great. But they mean like a pool, like a um, like a pillow party or a, uh, um, what's it called? when A sleepover. It's like a sleepover pajama oh. party. Oh, I totally would have done Puck as well. Oh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> can you imagine? Uh, but well, you know what? But that that's the, uh, there you go. See, that's actually a really good example of how you can have a theme and a lot of people take it very different ways. I'd come as sexy Shakespeare, man. <laughs> like, that'd be like, hmm, alas, poor York. I fucked yeah. him well. Yeah. So even though it might be clear from advertising and whatever, what a particular theme is, if you have a different idea as to what it is. Go for it. Do it. Yeah, absolutely. Have fun with it. And very likely you'll get people asking you questions. And again, it's that nice, easy icebreaker and you're having fun with it and you're showing that you're creative or that you think differently than other people. And or that's arguably, a good thing. Look, it's one of those things that sometimes people will be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, no, I'm serious. What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, but it does. I th- oftentimes for Angela and I, if we really push boundaries and we try to subvert uh, the norm, it's a great way for us to sort of, pre-select out people (laughs) and if you're one of those people that doesn't get our jokes uh that's great 
I mean, I, that is absolutely great because then we don't have to waste our time and we're not going to be wasting your time. And think about it. If you didn't, if let's say we dressed like normal people at a sexy party instead of like the fuckwits that we often are, uh, you know, we don't want to waste an hour and a half of time talking to somebody only to realize that they don't get our humor. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we do have one coming up, a themed event coming up where we're definitely going to do that. And it's going to select out who will talk to us that weekend and who won't. so lonely (laughs) that weekend based on these ideas. Also, by the way, I had a new idea for it and we'll talk about it later. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So I'm sorry. Just don't come up with bad ideas. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Next party. I hate this one as well. We've seen it and I fucking hate it. This is the risky business. Uh, the Tom Cruise movie, you know, he wears the, everybody thinks it's a white shirt. It's pink. I don't care if you, if you think it's a Mandela effect, whatever, if you think I'm crazy, whatever, go watch the fucking movie. The, his shirt is pink. It's pink. It's pink. Anyway. Um, but this is also the sexy in his shirt. Yes. Kind of idea, yeah. Where the ladies yeah. wear the guy's shirt. Um, mm-hmm. he comes sliding in his socks and underwear. But see, again, that tells the women what to wear, but what about the guys? Like, it doesn't really give a lot of guidance as to what the men are supposed to wear. I will say one of the places I looked up uh, as I was kind of researching some of these, they said that the men wear their tidy whities Spell tidy. T-I-G-H-T-Y. See, I would have done that or I-E instead of the Y. That's what I heard. But they spelled it as in clean. T-I-D-Y, which also is important. Wear clean underwear. <laughs> <laughs> fucking A. If you're going to be wearing white shit too, make sure it's fucking clean. I, uh, I'm i going to have to Google this now to see what's correct. What is the correct? <laughs> also, also, going back a couple, the Tim Gunn show. Yes. Uh, Project Runway. Oh, that was it. Thank yeah. you. I meant to bring it up before, but yeah, okay. Anyway. All right, all right. Fucking Tidy. Everybody at Whiteies. home, what is it? Scream it out. Is it clean or is it is it tight? Tight or white, but it can be both. I don't know. Uh, Merriam-Webster says T I G H T Y dash W H I T I E S. All right, there you go. Tidy whiteies. And Urban Dictionary has same way. Good. So I think the tidy, the like the laundry detergent, they had it wrong. That's. I think it's great. <laughs> so funny. Uh, but I read that. I was like, wait, what? Okay. Anyway, uh, I have two more, two and a half. Okay. The first one is cosplay. That one I fucking love. Yeah. You don't see it very often. Like it's very rare. The, in fact, the closest we've ever come was at the Life on the Swing Set takeovers because they, it's a much more sort of sci-fi cosplay yeah. Comic-Con kind of crowd. I was going to say that kind of goes into a few that I had here, which is like the sci-fi ones. Um, sometimes you get heroes and villains. Yes. Um, we've two very specific ones for events have been fractured fairy tales and dirty Disney. So same kind of thing. Also very fun. Yeah. So any of those ones I think are very similar to the cosplay and that I really love because whether it's limited to a theme, like say sci-fi or heroes and villains or just general cosplay, it really allows your imagination to run wild. But and it doesn't have to be crazy because you can wear a t-shirt or maybe yes. a lapel pin or something, the colors of your favorite character. And this is also one that if you don't want to put a lot of effort into it, like Bradford said, you can wear a t-shirt or something very simple or you know, a pen, a piece of jewelry, something that kind of makes it obvious. Or you can just buy a costume. 
Yeah. Yeah, like you would a Halloween costume. Like you could just the gentleman walk around as fucking Batman so many times. And each time I'm like, God damn dude, you are not Batman, but come here, I wanna fuck you. Like every time. Like I I want to make you cry over your dead parents. I'm kidding. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I want to show you my bat cave. That's better. Better. Yeah. Keep working on it. You're getting better. (laughs) Yeah. But uh yeah, it's um the cosplay is great because you can you can do so much with it as far as the characters that you're going to come as. How extreme do you want to go? You can do a lot of makeup things. So we tend to like to do kind of a lot with makeup if we can, as opposed like outfits as well, but also just really sell it through the makeup. Yeah. Uh, so it really allows you to be very creative if you want to. And this is one that you can do as much or as little you can take the piss out of it you can queer it up you can make it kinky we did kinky smurfs yeah we did um i mean you can do all kinds of things with this and and this one i do love because of the variety that you're going to get yeah and it's great and it's such a feast for the eyes whenever you're at one of these parties yeah and it reminds me of one of the memes that was on our discord channel recently which is uh, a wife saying i don't want to go to your silly star wars sex party and the husband says it's not a star wars sex party it's a star trek sex party and it's called a borgie oh my god i love it i love borgie oh my god uh, <laughs> yeah that's uh, yeah that was awesome um yes but so you've got a lot of you've got a lot of power in that one of uh, mm-hmm. what you can, you can really dress it up. You can dress it down. You can be really, really out there or you can be kind of, you know, a little more calm, a little more sedate. Yeah. A little more yeah. sedate, a little more sexy perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next one is one I'm not a huge fan of, but it's hot for teacher. So it's mm-hmm. little schoolgirl outfits and, and things like that. I really struggle sexualizing schoolgirls. I get it that the uniforms are are hot and and like you probably if you grew up in a in a environment where your your girlfriend or boyfriend wore a uniform of some sort that's fine but like then on the other hand what do the guys wear what do fellas wear yeah, school uniforms, just like suit things. I don't know. I don't know. Little shorts, like, hats. They were be hats. The teacher because then, like, sweet statutory. <laughs> Come on. Um, I just, I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah, I think it's different for us because we didn't grow up in a society where you generally wore uh, uniforms to school. Uh, if you went to a Catholic school, then you did, or some did, I guess, not all. But that wasn't the norm where I grew up. It was definitely not, and so, but it is very much here in Australia. All those school kids wear uniforms. Yeah. So I do think it is different culturally, that one, but it just doesn't, I think, besides the whole like schoolgirl thing and the whole underage thing, I also think this one falls into the same, everybody starts to look similar. Yeah. And, and I have, I'm kind of now realizing that I have problems with those themes. I didn't really realize it until we started putting all these together here, but I have a problem when, when the theme basically says you do this one, now this is again, taking it literally and traditionally, which most people will. And when that theme says, this is the one thing that you're supposed to look like, and then you're just making little copies of everybody. And I just have a problem with that. I want, if you come as one of the girls from the movie, the craft, then dressed as a schoolgirl, yeah. True. But, I mean, I was always into the goth girls anyway. Yeah. So um, I, I don't yeah. know. I just I want with I it. want themes where it allows you to be creative and where people are going to look different enough and be able to express themselves a bit. Yeah. Ditto. Even if it's 
you know, simplicity. It doesn't have to be like over the top, but just have a little bit of themselves in it. And I feel like themes like this, it's much more difficult to. And I'm sure somebody would come up with a way to do it. And well, that's I'm sure if you great, were but. in the U.S., you could pick your university and, and yeah, go like yeah. that. But then, like, I don't know. I think so many university teams are so, uh, they really split the crowd, right? <laughs> Can you imagine a sex party in, in North yeah. Carolina where half of them come as Duke and the other half come as UNC? Yeah. Like, yeah. And the poor NC State person is like, hi. And they're like, fuck off. <laughs> um, that's me, by the way, babe. <laughs> I just want to be friends with everybody. Loser. <laughs> Um, but then the last one that I had, uh, which is one of my favorites is masquerade. Yes. I think that that is the best and easiest party. If you are new to the scene and Mm -hmm. you want to get to go to a party that you feel is going to be, uh, an easy entry masquerade is the way to go. You dress up feel like you're going out for the night, go out for the night, have dinner, have drinks, and then you can wear whatever you wore out for dinner, provided it wasn't at McDonald's. Um, I don't know. Maybe you dress up for McDonald's. And then you can go to the to the club or to the whatever party they're going to. And yeah, uh, oftentimes the, the places will provide you with little masks yeah. so you don't even have to bring your own. Yeah. I mean, if you're crazy like us, you have three or four that – that you could bring and yeah. wear your own. But if you're not, you can get a very cheap paper mask from a $2 shop and it's a masquerade mask. Yeah. And this one's good because you have such a variety of masks that you can wear and you can put it with any kind of sexy outfit that you're wearing. It can go with a lot of different things, but also if you are really into this or you decide that you go to masquerade parties routinely because you love them, then you can have masks that are of different themes. Like we've got one that's a bit more steampunk one that's a bit more musical. Like we've got a few different themed masks besides your kind of our, our more basic ones. But if we're feeling like, okay, I want to do something a little different, then maybe we pull out one of those instead. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite pictures of us, uh, I, well, of me, <laughs> you're in the picture too, but it <laughs> um, I don't count. <laughs> I'm in a full gray suit with a gray shirt and gray bow tie. And I have a, this mask that is gargoyle-esque mm-hmm. and I love it. You know, it was, I remember that night. I still remember that night because it was a lot of fun, but it's, I, I don't know. I think that there's something great about masquerade in that you, you, I guess we, we watched those, the stupid movie with, uh, Tom Cruise, um, about the swingers. I'm really bad tonight. My brain is just not working. And I'm always terrible with movie names and yeah. things like this. So don't that. ask me. Okay. Uh, where there's like the whole sex cult thing and they all wore masks. Shocker. I haven't seen that one. It's shocker. You don't worry. You ain't missing nothing. <laughs> um, and they all wore masks. And it's like, I think that we're, we sort of equate that there's something about swinging and not having a face. There's a bit of mystery. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some uh, that's, yeah, it's great. So I highly recommend if you're looking for a first time party, masquerade is a fun one to do. Yeah, it is. And it is cheap. Yep. Yep. Uh, so two, is that all for your list? That is all for my list. Two others that I had right. are rainbow pride. Oh yeah. Do- doy. Yep. Yep. So that's a pretty common one. And then fetish and kink. Yeah. And I think those obviously both of those open the door wide for what you can do with them outfit wise. Again, it depends on, and I think these are typically more nighttime events, but we've seen a rainbow daytime party again, kind of poolside. So 
thinking about what you're going to do with that. And this is kind of a bit where the location timing comes into effect as well, because what we would wear to a rainbow party at nighttime is very different than what we would wear to a daytime pool party. Um, but both the fetish and kink and the rainbow really do allow you to use your imagination, run wild. You can be simple if you don't want to do a lot with it. You can wear as much or as little clothing as you want, and it can be all kinds of different styles. So I like both of those, and they're also very common yeah. because they do allow a bit of variety and a bit of individualization. Agreed. It, it, there's a wide palette for you to paint mm-hmm. with. And that's good fun. And even if you don't consider yourself to be a kinky person, the fetish and kink one can still be fun because you don't really have to do a lot for it or anything. You know, like we said before, you don't necessarily have to dress up in theme for these if you if you don't want to. But you don't have to go all out. And it can also be, if it's something you're potentially interested in, it can be maybe a little bit of an icebreaker and a, a little a little step in the door and you know, maybe you can ask somebody, Oh, what do I do with this? Can you show me? How do I, whatever? Or, you know, what do you think of this? Or, or, you know, just different things as far as outfit goes. And if you're not in the queer community and you're like, what am I doing at a pride party? You can still have pride. You can be an ally and support people of all different shapes, sizes, creeds and colors. So it is, it is definitely a place where you should feel welcome. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, don't feel like you have to be queer in order to go to a pride party. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Any other final thoughts about dressing up? I think just overall, once you figure out that you're going to a themed event, is decide if you want to participate and if you do. What level you want to participate. Yeah, and I'd say if you do, what level you want to. Now, I typically would suggest try to participate on even the most basic of levels because it makes it a little bit more fun ultimately on the night, I feel like, at least for us, but maybe that's just our personalities. But yeah, what level you want to participate at, how much work or time or money you want to put into it, and then design an outfit or think about what you're going to wear based upon that and or dig through your closet and think, how can I repurpose something to make it workable for this? Uh, But just ultimately have fun with it if you can personalize it and bring a bit of your personality into it because ultimately that's going to create better conversations with people. Even if you have to explain it a bit, uh, that still is going to spark that conversation and get things things going with people. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So go dress up, have fun, be sexy, multiply or Use protection and don't multiply. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, all right too. That one. <laughs> whatever, whatever you want. I'm not going to judge. It's all good. Uh, what's your favorite theme? We want to know. So message us. We are at By the Bad Podcast on all of the social medias. That is Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, MySpace. Just kidding. We're not on MySpace. <laughs> Oh my god! Can you imagine if we were? Oh my god! We're on MySpace. We set up this. We set up this profile like in 2001. Um, which we called 2000 and fun. Really future thinking. (laughs) Really future thinking. You know, podcasts are going to be a thing. Uh, Yes, we are at By the By Podcast on all the socials. You can email us, theatomsoflove at gmail.com. You can join us on Discord. How do you do that? You support us on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash by the by podcast. Go check out the website, www.bytheby.com.au. Thank you so much for joining us this week, and we will see you on theme next week. Yes. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.